We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday morning to you, the 27th, or whenever you're listening. I'm Bart Winkler. Joining us in a little bit will be Toby Altizer. Uh, We're going to go through some voicemails, but we are getting a call right away. Uh, Good morning. You're live on the Bart Winkler Show. Who is this? Good morning there, Bart. Long time no here. Mike the Painter. Mike the Painter. And you're still on speakerphone. No, I'm not on speakerphone. <laughs> I got my earbud in. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. This is just like old times. I just started the show, and right away there you are on the phone. It's awesome. I wish, I wish it was more often than just this one time. Well, you can. I mean, you can. We'll set it up. We can. We can do like Mike the Painter's. Thursday somethings or something. Yeah, I don't mind. Or, you know, Tuesday after Pat's Day, I don't care. Whatever. It don't matter. I'll, I'll come in uh, and have some fun with you. Are you, uh, are you listening to the podcast? I am listening to the podcast. I just got done listening to your guys' show from last night. Okay, good. Tim's got to bring it a little bit better, but yeah. I know he's sitting in a bar and all and, you know, soaking them down so yeah uh tim tim tim's great tim shay's great on uh on the packer post game show mike it was more about i just needed his presence yeah yeah, you know have a sounding board's gotta have somebody yeah and uh right now i have you man i miss you i probably miss you more than you miss me in a weird uh turn of events i don't know about that part (laughs) because i really do miss the show i i really do uh i was very uh unhappy with For uh, reasons beyond my control, I will not air any of what you just said. Well, here's a real treat for you, Mike the Painter. It's Toby Altizer. Oh, Toby. Mike, what's going on, dude? Doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Well, give me your thoughts on the game on Sunday before I bid you adieu. I I was really pleased with the first half. And, you know, the, the fumble at the end of it with... Agent uh, Aaron Jones, and uh, actually, you know, I think took the wind out of our sails, and we went away from the run, and didn't the second half didn't you know fall into place like we wanted to. But all in all, our defense was playing tough, even though they Tampa was without players, but our defense still did what they needed to do. Clay Walker was you know being a beast on on the field and. Campbell did what he does. Oh, that play was that play was great. That that was an awesome play. But the special teams didn't pull it for us, so that was a good thing. And I think Amari Rogers should have punt. He had like twenty yards and three blockers there. I thought there could have been a special play for him there, but I don't know if they told him just the fair catch there or what. But he had a shot to make something happen. And That's why I like special. talking to you, Mike, because you break down plays that I forgot even happened. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad I can contribute. Well, Mike, there is a voicemail. You can, leave your, you can leave your voicemails at any time. For, God, I forgot the number. It's on my Twitter. 402-915-BART. Yeah. 
I, I got I got you on his Bart Winkler show now, so I All don't good. remember the number either. I just got you on his Bart Winkler show. So. All right, Mike, good to hear from you. We'll All be right, in touch, man. okay, buddy? Thanks a lot, and I can't wait to hear this tomorrow. All right, see you. Yeah, see you, Mike. Toby, have a great one. Bye. See you, Mike. Mike the Painter getting in there. It was <laughs> it was just like old times, Toby. I started the show, and right away I had a call from Mike the Painter, and obviously I took it to warm up my pipes and uh, mute while he's talking and clear my throat. <laughs> Again, just like the uh, the old days. Uh, Toby Altizer. So we're going to go through some more voicemails. I got a bunch of voicemails from over the weekend, so it's good to hear from Mike. We'll hear from a couple of other people that have been leaving voicemails, 402-915-BART, and then we'll play them through the normal course of the show, and then every couple of uh, – well, whenever. Whenever it fills up, we'll, we'll kind of do voicemail shows. First of all, I have to mention that the uh, Sunday night football game was a disaster. Horvat on Monday's show wanted to do a Sunday night post game. I agreed to it. I set up the stream. He fell asleep in the third quarter. Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, that was one of the most miserable games ever. I think the powers that be were expecting maybe Rodgers to be the quarterback for the Denver Broncos at that point. The Denver Broncos are really bad. Russell Wilson might be very bad but not as bad as one Carson Daly Wentz. <laughs> yeah, Carson was not very impressive yesterday. So I'm... Uh, this was supposed to be his spot, Toby. Revenge against his old team. I See, everyone's going to blame Carson today. And there was obviously some blame to be had there. When your offensive line doesn't block, there's not a whole lot you can do. So I'm not going to put everything on Carson. He obviously was not good, but the offensive line was terrible. So I don't know. It not very encouraging going into Dallas week. What did you think of the Packers game? I, I where I'm at is they were up 21-3. They should have been. Yeah. They fumble. Um, there, there's there's a couple of things. I think the the word we settled on yesterday was predictable, just because everybody. It, it, we all knew what was going to happen. Once they didn't score, we knew that there would be a chance for Brady to win that game. Not because Brady's good, not even because the refs were going to allow it to him. It was just because that's how the Packers do. The Packers defense came through so well yesterday, except for the uh, Sunday, it's Tuesday, except for the final drive. It's hard. Sometimes I pretend like this is live. Sometimes I say we're recording. All I know <laughs> is this is Tuesday's show on the 27th. That's all that matters. When you listen to it, it might be Tuesday. It might be 15 weeks from now uh, once you finally discover that I have a podcast in like the back <laughs> corner of the internet and you figure it out. But I think that they got to win. They went to Tampa Bay. They got a road yep. win. And I know Tampa Bay was without some receivers. Okay. They got a road win. That's what matters. You are two and one. You have to be, you have to keep pace with the Vikings. You have to keep pace with the bears. Everything I've said about the defense, I think you're seeing signs of that. Even when Jair gets hurt, this Nixon guy does great. Um, Rashawn Gary gets another sack, so that's a sack per game. But the offense, it's, I don't know if they're – is it not a step-on-the-throat thing? Is it a is it a timid thing? Is it a conservative thing? It just looked like it wasn't – I mean, after, but, the, but it did look like that. You know, it did well, look really good, and then it didn't. And here's the issue with the offense is – they had that chance, like you said, to go up 21 to three and they didn't take full advantage of it. Now, I mean, Vita Vea dropping in coverage and just blowing up Aaron Jones in the back. I mean, what person doesn't fumble that? I saw our old friend GE tweeting that out. What running back doesn't fumble that? So, you know, he's going to know better than us. So I'm going to say, all right, well, that's an opportunity you wasted. And then I think the Buccaneers found something and, that's where when you're the Packers and this offense this year, when you have the opportunities in front of you inside the red zone, you have to take advantage because there are ways that teams are going to be able to scheme against you that are going to be able to stop you. Because in years past, when you had those guys just finally figure out how to stop the Packers, whether it was selling out to stop the run, doubling or tripling Devontae, you still had Devontae Adams on that one side. And if nothing else, it meant that he was drawing double, maybe even triple coverage, and you could look to the other side of the field or you could find a way to scheme guys open. And that's just not the case this year. You know, Romeo Dobbs had a good coming out party, and it was good to see that 
he played really well. But defenses are going to be able to find a way to stop the Packers' offense this year. And so when they're rolling like they were early in that game and you're about to put a third touchdown on the board, you have to take full advantage because there are going to be lulls with this offense this year. Hopefully by the end of the season, when it's time for the playoffs, they'll be able to iron some of those kinks out and they'll be able to get going back like the Packers offense we've known for the last couple of decades. But I'm not sure that this team is going to be able to put up 20 and 30 points on some of these elite teams. Luckily, the defense showed up and showed out like they were elite defense. And, you know, take that with whatever grain of salt you want, considering their best receiver was what? Brashad Perriman or Cole Beasley? Who no, just come Gage had 12 catches, dude. Did he really? Jeez. Yeah, I didn't realize that until, you know, I did some box score reading. But 12 catches for Gage. Yeah, so, I mean, luckily the defense showed up. I think this is a game, and I, I saw different people tweeting about this. This is the game that the Packers would have lost either last year, maybe the year before. They did lose this game, Toby, to the Niners in the playoffs. Exactly right. And it can come down to that defense, and it comes down to that special teams because the offense got it going early and then disappeared. And so then it was on the defense and special teams to just hold on for dear life. And, I mean, they, they let the Buccaneers walk it right down the field with a chance to win it, or at least tie it. And they stood big on that two-point conversion, which, I mean, who would have thought? We're ripping Kyler Murray last week because he takes a delay a game on a crucial two-point conversion. Who would have thought that Tom Brady would do the same thing a week later? Well, I saw some guy, some Buccaneers guy said apparently – Reddit saying that they started it at 20 and not 25. I don't know. It's like every game is every game settled. Every game over the weekend is settled. And then for the next five days, it's like, well, but this, but this, but this. and the NFL, they have, they have spent a hundred years and they have come up with the perfect product because even when a game like Sunday night football was terrible, everybody watched it. These noon windows where the, witching hour from 2 30 to 3 30 our time it's insane every week and it gets more yeah. insane it's like every game is decided in the last 15 seconds because of the weird rule tweaks and the weird languages and if it crosses the line it's a touchdown but it's not a touchback and pass interference and all this and reviews and the salary cap and the talent dispersal and the draft it's all created this product where every game is going to be 24-22 and it's decided in the last 40 seconds. And that's why it is a machine that will not stop. Yeah, and that's why I know a lot of people love college football, and I'm not saying anything to bash college football, but that's why I prefer the NFL. You watch a college football game that everyone wants to get hyped for, and what do you see? 52-21. to 21. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know about that. Like, I'd rather oh, watch. Is that, the, is that the Badgers score? Yeah. <laughs> they suck. Dude, the thing that made me mad is they're punting all the time. You know you're going to lose. Just go for it. Who cares if it's 59-21? You, you, you got to play and try to have a chance to win. Yeah, I don't think Paul Christ is the guy, dude. I, I don't. I think it needs to be Jim Leonard time. Well, a lot of Packer fans, not Packer, but Bad, well, maybe, but Badger fans specifically want Lance Leipold, who is a friend of show. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to try to get him on. How about that? Me flexing my Lance Leipold. Hey, Kansas is rolling. I know. They're undefeated. Still not ranked. Cowards. But if I'm Lance, I mean, he grew up around Madison. So, you know, that'd be like a dream job for him. But I think he's got a good thing going at Kansas. I'm not leaving. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd stick around there until, I don't know, some other big school comes calling. Because if you come to Wisconsin and you lose a game in September, your season's over. If you go to Kansas and you win four games – You've already won more games than you've won in a season the last decade. <laughs> so stay, stay there. Go for yeah. go for the low bar. You start four and zero. Everyone's hype. You... <laughs> yeah. Granted, if the Badgers would have started four and zero this year, everybody would have been hyped because that would have been beating Ohio State. But that yeah, if you're happen. on a radio show and you have a bad show, everyone's like, man. But if you're on a podcast and you suck, no one hears it. <laughs> so go for the uh, the low bar. Brewers off yesterday. Uh, there's a good chance the Cardinals clinch at Miller Park this week. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. 
But uh, luckily, the Brewers still got a shot. I mean, they've been hanging on. They've still got a shot. But they've been two, two and a half games back since, like, August 15th. Yeah, I I don't know what to think about this team, honestly. I don't know what to think about them. Because, I mean, is it one of those things where, obviously, you want them to make the playoffs. But let's just assume they get that last wild card spot. Are they just getting bounced right away? Like, is there even anything to get excited about if they do make the playoffs? Well, who would they play, the Dodgers? Um... If you're the last wild card spot, you're going to play the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, the Dodgers have 110 wins they're going to finish with. No, you don't play the one seed. The one and two seed have a bye. Oh, yeah, so you'd play good, – good, good call. Oh, you'd play the Cardinals. Yeah, you'd play the Cardinals. And, I mean, maybe you'd have a shot against the Cards. I don't know. Yeah, you go down to St. Louis and win. I mean, you, feel, right. like you, always, you feel like you're always going to have a chance when you're throwing out Burns and Woody. But, I mean, how, how much have we said that? And – People aren't ready to have the conversation that Burns has struggled for the last, what, two and a half months. I don't think people want to have any conversations about the Brewers. Even right now, I'm like, God. <laughs> I people agree. are hitting that 30 forward button on the thing. Wait yep. until we get back into the Packers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Uh, I do want to play some voicemails and just catch up with everybody. Again, you can call into the show at 402-915-BART-2278, 402-915-BART. And then occasionally, again, I'll play some voicemails. I played a voicemail yesterday, but I'll play voicemails uh, on, on you know different shows. I think I've set that up pretty good. All right. Let's uh, hear this first one. This first voicemail is from, and I just got to set up the system. And Bart, why didn't you edit this out? Great question. All right. This is from, uh, I don't know. He didn't leave his name. Hey, Bart. I've uh, been listening to your podcast. I've really been enjoying it. It's good to have you back. Uh, yeah. Don't play this one on the air, by the way. I don't I don't have anything well thought out. But uh, hearing your voice every day on the radio was uh, awesome for me being a truck driver. And it's uh, great to have you back. So keep up with the good work. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, I mean, he fits in with a bunch of callers from the show, dude. So I, I think you're all right there. All right. Let me get uh, Brandon from Shorewood. And speaking of Shorewood, did you hear uh, – about my night on Saturday. No, no. I went and met the Cheesehead TV boys. Nice. They were at Scout Wine. It's on Oakland. Okay. They have a beer now. Carry the G. Yeah. The beer's good. I uh, I talked to Nagler, and that went very well. And then I talked to the other guy, Corey Banky, and I, I could, like, see he was at this joyous event. And when I said, hey, Corey, internet troll, Bart Winkler, his face went from pure joy of look what I've created, this beer, this event, to <laughs> my life. <laughs> I've lost all purpose and meaning and joy. <laughs> all right. Uh, so here's my guy, Brandon from Shorewood, who I always run into at the park with his daughter. Hey, Barty, it's Brandon from Shorewood. Uh, just calling the uh, Nebraska area code here with 313. Uh, question for you for the show. Let's say in 15 years from now, you look back at these eras of Packers, Brewers, Bucks. Let's just say this. You only get one more. You only get one more championship. And you have to choose between Rodgers and the Packers 
or Giannis and the Bucks. And let's say Giannis goes for another eight years of coming up short, getting to the conference semifinals, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, just can't get back to the NBA Finals, only has the one ring in 2021. Who are you picking if you can only get one more championship? Rodgers and the Packers or Giannis and the Bucks? And then who are you more heartbroken for in 20 years from now that you only had one ring with those two guys? Great show, Bart. Talk to you later. All right, fantastic question. Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll just tell you what came to my head first. I would take one with the Bucks. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I, I would take, go ahead. No, you. No, I, I'll go and we'll cut this. <laughs> I lean the other way. I lean towards the Packers just so you can kind of close that window on Rodgers and we can quit having the discussion about he only won one Super Bowl so we can just close that door. At least he'd won two. That's the only reason I'd say that. But if Giannis just continually works hard and isn't able to get over the precipice again, you know he's going to continue pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing to no avail. So I would be pretty heartbroken if Giannis can't win another one. Well, right away it's about the time. You're going to get more Giannis than you're going to get Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, also, I love Giannis and Rodgers. I find every little tiny thing to rip on him for. <laughs> I was tweeting the other night about the necklace he was wearing. Because I, I just I can't stop it. I, well, it was like a teenage. I mean, come on, Rodgers. You don't need to. <laughs> like, we get what you are. You know, we know it's like. The people that I went to high school with, there were a lot of like fish fans and they had long hair and they had hemp necklaces and they had, you know, the long pants, long jeans. I get it. You're a fish fan. You don't also need to wear a shirt that says fish. I already get it. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> yeah. I understand. I, I get it. I, I, yeah. I get it. Um, as I realize that I'm wearing a brewer's shirt and a brewer's hat, at this very current moment. And I think Toby's doing the same with the commanders. <laughs> All right. So good stuff, but I would take Giannis. So Rogers isn't playing anywhere else. Okay. No. And the thing with Favre is I did not want him to win one with the Vikings. Cause I didn't want him to, I didn't want the Vikings to win, but I also didn't want him to have as many somewhere else as he did here. Like how I can rip on bears fans for saying technically Jim McMahon is as many super bowls with the Packers as he does with the bears. Cause he was the third string on that team behind Doug Giannis. I don't know finishes his career with the bucks. I would lean. I mean, he's got a home here. He's excited. They're building a Chick-fil-A by his house. That's very cool. So he wants to like be here forever. I get it, but you never know what's going to happen. He's still relatively young in this league and he could go and be a part of a team. I mean, he could be, he could be 37 and be like the third piece on a team. I mean, that sounds ridiculous to say, but you know what I mean? So yeah. I, 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 if he ever does win one somewhere else, I want him to at least have won multiple here. And I also don't want to have, we already like the one Super Bowl. That's, a, that's what we do. That's, that's a Packer thing. I don't want that to become a Bucks thing too. And I think it would make the Giannis era. I, I don't, I don't think I need them to win another one, but you know, in a couple of years from now, I might change my mind on that. We're still relatively young in it, but I would say Giannis, I would, it's a great question. If I could pick, I would rather have Giannis and the Bucks win another title than Rodgers and the Packers. I that was my first instinct when I say the words out loud. I feel like it's weird, but that that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's tough with Giannis because you know you're just coming off that championship not that long ago. It feels like that can never get downplayed. You know that can never. Get I think they cut you off rudely. I think that if Giannis, if Giannis wasn't a part of it, it was like Middleton and Drew and Brooke that won it. I might go Packers. Yeah. But because it's Giannis, I lean Bucks. Yeah, no, and I get that because you look at that one championship that they just won, and it feels like there's no way that that can ever not be as incredible as that run was. I mean, even just looking back when we did it at the year anniversary, we're going to do it every year from now on, I'm sure. And, especially the big ones like five and 10 years. It's an incredible thing to look back on and you get goosebumps every time you think about that magical run. 
And it's tough to think, but maybe in 10, 15 years, if the Bucks just keep knocking on the door but never get over the hump, we look back and say, well, was that team as good or was it a fluke? You know, the stupid stuff that always gets stuff going in the media world, which is us. But the, the stuff that gets stuff going, you know, with the, the dumb conversations. And maybe that's something we look back on and say that that Bucks team or people are saying stuff about Giannis. And I agree. If it's just Drew and Chris, it's whatever. But I want the world for Giannis. I don't just want one for Giannis. I want two, three, four, five, six. I want that dude to win as much as possible because he's probably the best dude there is in Wisconsin. Oh, he's great. Everything he does is like more great than the last thing he does. I know. Um, speaking of Bucks, this isn't a voicemail. It's a Twitter thread I wanted to read. It's from dark underscore horse underscore 414. I noticed over the last few months – so I do block people from time to time. It's not, it's just like a repetition. Like if you're going to grind on me all the time, it's like, okay, you've had your piece. I don't, we're done. I'm, I'm going to block you. If you say something mean, you know, I've, I don't know. I have thin skin about the fact that I don't think I have thin skin. <laughs> so I blocked this guy on the Winks Thinks account. I don't know. He was chirping about something. And then uh, he says all of the championship season at Bart Winkler show hated on the bucks. Then they got popular. So he bought a shitty chair and turned it into a thing. Hey, I have a chair and I'm loud and obnoxious. This was his plan. Then he got fired for being really bad at his job. Ever wonder why he's the only guy not to be hired. It's obvious. He's oblivious to everything. And on top of it, he's fucking annoying. Sorry, kids. Who wants this fucking, sorry, ganky ass old guy. This guy hates our favorite team. Fuck him. Sorry. <laughs> you were with me during that run. Was I faking that, Tobe? No, no. Yeah. You, that's the great marketing ploy of Bart Winkler. You live and die with every single minute of Bucks basketball. Every I was rooting. Day. See, I was rooting the team on, living yeah. and dying, but at the same time, wanting Coach Bud to be fired mid-NBA finals. <laughs> yeah i mean that's and i was not alone experience man and i mean you're, you're living and dying with wisconsin sports and no i mean you were fully on board with the bucks winning that championship you might have wanted different you know had little agendas like you wanted coach bud fired but ultimately you wanted and i race. wanted to be on the news which yeah. i accomplished yes yeah. uh dark horse 414 is right i see this is the thing that i like bart all you do is for attention and i've, I've said this over and over exactly I need attention. Yeah. I have a startup podcast, which I'm on a episode nine. I have to somehow get people to notice this. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Instead of giving the hot takes that, I don't know, what 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 are some hot takes out there right now? Because I don't even pay attention to that crap. But instead of giving the ridiculous takes that no one actually believes and then walking them back on our show, you just do other random crap. Yeah, thanks, Toby. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> uh, since I did swear a little bit, I do have a voicemail that is a little explicit. Ugh. So I think this is where I'll play it. It's from uh, Matt in the Falls. Oh, yes. Hey, Bart, it's Matt. Um, I want to talk a little Christian Watson. I'm, um, I'm concerned and I'm a little baffled. And I'm also a little angry. Um, so the guy, he's our second round pick. That's a lot of a lot of draft capital, as they say, in the war rooms. And he goes out there, he gets he fucks up the one the one big play, and then Rogers forgets not forgets, Rogers decides that he doesn't exist anymore, like forever. That was two weeks ago. And now he's done nothing. He's got no targets. Is it like, oh, you dropped one pass on your first NFL play ever after, you know, you've been dreaming of this moment for 20 years. You might be a little nervous, so, oh, you dropped the ball. And now, like, Rodgers thinks he's dead. Like, that's just fucking stupid. Like, Rodgers, get your head out of your ass, throw the kid the ball a, a, a second time, and maybe see what happens. Don't be your fucking pissy, bitch-ass California self and just, just stop being you, Aaron. That's that's really – this isn't a Christian watch. I just hate Aaron Rodgers. 
Now, you- I do want to clarify. That was Matt in the Falls, not me doing a voice. Yeah, I was going to say, are we, are we sure that wasn't you uh, calling into your own voicemail? Watson, uh, he did have that, you know, that week one play. We all know that. And then week two, he was jet sweep guy. Week three, he was hurt. I think the thing with these young receivers and Watson, they got to get him more involved. And yeah. hopefully when he's back, they do. Uh, he'll have room for that with Sammy Watkins now on the injured list. That, and- I know it sounds ridiculous. The best thing for the Packers might be Sammy Watkins getting hurt immediately. Because let's uh, we, we talked about this with Paul. I don't think Sammy Watkins can be your number one if you're ultimately trying to get to the NFC Championship. Get to I the thought he looked good. Come on. He looked good on RPO slants. Yeah, against the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> and guess who can do all that stuff and more? Romeo Dobbs. Oh, so, Dobbs is good, dude. Exactly. And guess what happened? Everyone's out, and Rodgers says, well, I guess I got to trust 87 this week. Throws the ball to 87 a bunch of times. And he comes through on pretty much every opportunity. And that's going to have to happen at some point with Christian Watson, too. At some point, Rodgers is going to have to throw the deep ball to Watson again. Watson's going to have to come down with it this time. And who knows, maybe that opens the floodgates for lots of opportunities for Watson. And we've already seen one game with Dobbs. Let's see if it continues. But Sammy Watkins was nice as a fill-in guy. It ultimately needed to be these rookies to step up because Sammy Watkins might be the highest drafted out of all these guys, but that was, what, 10 years ago? He's not the same guy anymore. All those injuries have piled up. And don't act surprised that Sammy Watkins went on IR already. So if Watson can get back in week four and hopefully prove himself that, look, Rodgers, I know you had to trust Dobbs in this matchup uh, last week. Now give me a shot and he can come up big and actually make the catches when they're there. I don't see a reason those guys can't both contribute and then be a big part of the offense going forward. And for me, if they're going to compete for a Super Bowl, those guys are 100 times more talented than what they have on the bottom end of that roster in the receiving core. So they need those guys to start playing like the draft picks that they were picked at. And so far, Dobbs has stepped up. Now it's time for Watson to do the same. Yeah, Dobbs, the thing I said yesterday was we always talk about Rodgers and trusting young receivers. He trusts you if you're good. doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. Janice and Aberderis were bad. Dobbs is amazing. So you trust him. So well, you be good and we'll throw you the ball. And Pretty I think Rodgers is being forced more so this season into that. And so he's going to eventually start getting the ball to Watson. And now it's about taking advantage of your opportunities. Because, I mean, look at Dobbs yesterday. He still looked like a rookie because there were there was a catch and a fumble. There were different pieces you've seen throughout the season where you're like, all right, Dobbs is good, but he's still got the learning curve. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, Rodgers trusted him in week three and threw him the ball, and he made plays. And so that's what it's going to have to be for Christian Watson. I think Rodgers understands there's going to be a learning curve, whether it's Watson dropping a pass every now and then, or it's Watson fumbling a ball or running the route a little bit incorrectly. He's going to understand all that stuff. He doesn't expect them to be Devontae. But when he throws the ball your way, you better make the play nine times out of ten. And we haven't seen that yet out of Watson, but he's going to have that opportunity while Watkins is out. Uh, Radio Joe, I saw a tweet from Radio Joe. Remember our friend Joe? Yeah. I get Joe on one of these. He tweeted yesterday, my morning commute is 16 minutes. One sports talk station is talking about jeans and maple syrup, while the other station is debating if 38 Special is a legit rock band. Shouldn't we be talking about the Packers beating the Buccaneers? Joe, (laughs) that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing... Joe, if I don't have Joe, someone tell Radio Joe that I've got a podcast. Yeah. Typically for people that have 16-minute commutes that want to hear a little sports talk because some reason they're not getting it. That's why I'm here. Podcast Joe Sports. Yeah. No longer Radio Joe. Podcast Joe. Good one. (laughs) And by the way, I really only did that 
for the clip. I'm going to cut that clip and that'll be on the uh that'll be on YouTube or nice. Twitter. So just like in the old show, I would sometimes just do things that we would know to cut as a promo. Essentially that's what I did there. Hey, whatever works, man. And then you were like, what's he doing? And then came in with podcast Joe. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more. Uh, this is from Jacob on the south side. Hot take Jake. Now we're talking. What is up? It's your boy, Jacob, from the south side, your purveyor of hot takes. Feels good to be back on a Bart Winkler-sponsored show. Bart, we miss you, pal. Um, I was going to address some of the regulars from our old uh, pals on the Winkler show, but you know what? A lion does not concern himself with the opinion of the sheep. But I am going to give the people what they want, as I am a man of the people. So, first things first, it's good to be back ever since, uh, well, I'm calling the Hales Corners Massacre. And like Michael Scott, maybe it's not a hate crime, but damn it, I hated it. Also, is it okay to say damn it? What about shit? What about fuck? Uh, I can't just take it out. I'll allow it this time. Censorship is important in America, after all. Anyways... Basically, I don't know what to say, man. I, I wish I could actually talk to you, but instead, I think I'm just going to kind of give a mini review of each episode I listen to. I hear you about Aaron Rodgers, the guy, like, he enjoys more drama. It cut off because I was playing it on my phone, and now I'm getting a call. <laughs> so I don't know if there's a voicemail call or not. Hello? Hello? To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. I didn't hear the name. Hey, this is Bart. Who is this? Hey, Bart. Is this Tony? Hey, how's it going? I didn't know you were going to answer the phone. I thought that was a recording. Yeah. Hey, yeah, well, we're doing... I'm, I'm on with Toby. We're like 40 minutes into Tuesday's show. And I was playing a, I was, oh. I was playing a voicemail from Hot Take Jake, and it was his moment to shine. And then you called in, and I didn't know who it was, so I picked it up. And, and it's Tony in Texas, everybody. Hey, is Toby more disappointed in Taylor Swift not being the halftime entertainment or with the uh, commander's offense? Taylor Swift. Wait, yeah, so is she not doing there. the Super Bowl? No, it's Rihanna. It's Rihanna. I thought, so she's not doing it with Rihanna? She wouldn't be the second, right? Yeah. No, that wouldn't work. So then why did people say it was Tay-Tay? Because people were wrong. Oh. Your favorite thing, insiders were wrong. Yeah. Well, Bart, I was going to compare the uh, Packers' second half offense to the Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Oh, you know, I didn't see that. It... I, I didn't see it. it. It was disgusting, unwatchable, and we knew how it was going to end. It, you know, it was just <laughs> something that we just saw coming. I mean, why can Aaron Rodgers not power through adversity? I do not understand that. I don't this get – um, I, I think the quarter, the demeanor of both quarterbacks on Sunday was like, Brady looks like he's quiet quitting, and Rodgers looks like – I don't know what Rodgers looks like. Brady looks like a guy that just doesn't want to go home. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he just he – does, does, there's nowhere else for him to go. Yeah. Yeah, but with Aaron, I mean, remember the knock on him, Bart, early in his career was he couldn't come – the team couldn't come back in the fourth quarter. They didn't have many opportunities, but – he wouldn't bring him back in the fourth quarter when trailing. And a lot of it wasn't his fault. But now it's like, if there's just a little mistake, and it was a little, it was a big mistake by Jones. There's a fumble at the one yard line and the Packers probably put him away, but you've got to power through that, man. You can't just like not play your game and just, he didn't take any deep shots. Like, what are we scared of? I don't know. I don't understand it. Well, they I mean, didn't have Watson, so they're not. We didn't have a burner. That's true. So maybe guys aren't open, but I, I tend to think that this is more on Aaron. I got. I don't. You know, I don't have the coaches' film, so I can't comment. I guess and make a, a good opinion. But just from past experience, we've seen Aaron not look certain directions because he. I don't know. It's something in his head. There's something wrong with him in his mind. When things happen, he just gets. He's a rhythm player, and I've learned this by coaching basketball, actually. Mm -hmm. These guys get in rhythm, and then when they get taken out of rhythm, sometimes they just don't get it back. Yeah, and That's what I've noticed with Aaron. So 
but I got a couple of questions because I know you're probably up against it. So I, I'm very <laughs> impressed with this Quay Walker. Yeah, I like Quay Walker too. And, and Romeo Dubs. So my question to you is, and I brought this up, and Toby, you and Toby gave me a hard time about this with Devontae. I, I, was, I was not sold on Devontae that last year. I thought he was playing that too cool for school kind of attitude. So if you had a choice between getting Devontae back or having uh, Dobbs and, and, and Walker, what would you do? Would you take those two over, over uh, Devontae? I think I would. Toby's shaking his head no. 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 Quay Walker's the exact kind of guy we've needed for 15 years. I agree. We haven't. Yes. Go ahead, Tobe. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, Walker's been incredible. But, I mean, you're still missing that top wide receiver. And we just spent the first half of your call complaining about the offense and how it disappeared. The offense is going to disappear a whole lot less when Devontae's on that offense. I just feel Toby in December and January they're set up better for playoff football. I'll agree on that. Ugly. I just think. I just think they. I feel better about them in December when it's cold in January against Tampa Bay and against the Eagles or whoever they play. I really do because they're not. It's going to force Rogers to be a better quarterback too. Tony, when are you ready to co-host an episode with me? Do I need any special equipment, or could I just uh, freeball it? You can free. You don't need any equipment. You just I send you a link and then you okay. get on. Okay. And we'll get you off. Let's, uh, let's aim for. Uh, I'm sure you got Horvath on Friday. You got anything lined up on Thursday? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes. Well, it's we'll we'll figure it out. Let me know. I'll send you a DM. Okay, let's DM. Yeah, I was doing my post game show on Sunday, but you were doing your thing and. I, I was, yeah, I was listening to uh, you this morning say that. I mentioned, I heard you mention that. So we, I got to not do that. I got to listen to your show. Well, I didn't go live last night either. So that was a problem. Oh, that was it. I was trying to find you. I was, I wanted some good post game action. Yeah. So you do it yourself. That's kind of what I'm up to. Yeah. So, I mean, how do we feel about this team? I don't think we have answers, but you know what? Looking at the schedule, Bart. They should be six and one going into Halloween Halloween weekend against Buffalo. Well, who's next? New England and Mac Jones is dead. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna win next week. Um, I Tony, mean, DM ugly, me. Ugly, but they'll win. All right, buddy. See you, bud. You dropping me? You dropping me right now? Okay. All right. Hey, do you want to try the video thing? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I'll, no, I'll send you the link right now, and you can jump in the video. See if it works. Oh, I can't, man. I got, I got to get on a conference call, bud. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> All right. See you, bud. We'll, we'll do it another day. All right. Go All right. back. Talk to you yeah, soon. Go back. Bye. Tony in Texas. Interrupting Hot Take Jake. Uh, the rest of what Hot Take Jake's voicemail had to say was, I hear you're frustrated about the Brewers, but basketball is going to start soon, so who cares? <laughs> What was even his hot take that he hate? No, Real happy and warm and fuzzy inside. And damn it, I'm ready for that too. Anyways, this is going to be a short, quick hitter. Um, kind of like my love life. I love you, honey. But have a great day, Bart. Hopefully I can actually talk to you and hear your beautiful voice soon. See you, buddy. All right, that was the rest of Jake's, to be fair. What was his original take? I forget. Um... Yeah. <laughs> you want a hot take? I have not been impressed with A.J. Dillon so far this season. Interesting. Uh, he dropped a pass that he should have caught. He just does He's more valuable in December. I get that. January, just because that's the kind of bruising running back he is, but. I've not been very impressed with his production when he's been handed the football so far this season. I can't believe Joe's not listening to my podcast. <laughs> podcast Joe? Podcast Joe. What a I was just about to you know, I was just about to go buy seven cars and I needed someone to go to. Yeah, what the heck? I guess it won't be Joe. All right. Uh let me get one more voicemail here. How about Another old friend, Vincent Nanaheim. Yes. Okay. Hey, what's up, boy? 
work, man. I want to give you more props about the podcast. Entertaining. Great sports talk, like always, man. And first, I wanted to call. I was going to say, man, stop picking on Tim Shea. But now it's all good because of that lame-ass take he had on the USFL. Tim Shea, the USFL ain't going away. It's going to last at least five years, all right? He's talking trash in the USFL, man. The XFL's going to come and probably take more of the talent away. But it's great sports, man. So that just got me riled up. But, man, your podcast is popping, man. I love it. Keep up the good work, Bart, man. They're being a podcast, man. You can do whatever you want, man. That's, that's the whole thing about being a podcast, man. Keep up the good work. I appreciate it. You know, everything you do, like I said, hopefully you get a, a paying job, of course. But, hey, I'll enjoy the entertainment and great sports takes. And you know what, Bart? I think you're right. I think the Brewers can pick up Miguel Cabrera. He ain't, he ain't ready to hang him up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and Bart, the sponsorships, man, you should get a 40, man. Any 40 out. King Cobra, Old English, Mickey. You should get a sponsorship for them, Bart. Bart Weekly Show. With a four O slow. <laughs> all right, Bart, man, keep it up, man. I love it. I love the show. I love the podcast. And uh, shout out to all y'all, you know, Tim Shea. Stop hating on the USFL. Go Brewers. I love it. I love when he signs up. Go Brewers. <laughs> and what's up, what's up, Kobe? And, you know, Ryan Horvath and all the rest of the gang, man. Keep it up, man. Hey. I don't know what Tim said about the USFL, but that triggered <laughs> Vinny. Yeah, well, he said it was trash or something of that nature. I remember that. Oh, he did? We remember those digs that cut deep. See, I got a problem, like, when Tim talks. No one listens? When when Tim when Tim's talks, when Tim, the his mouth, I see it as one of those, like, hourglasses. Yeah. And I just wait for the sand to go to the bottom. I'm just like, <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> just kidding. I love Tim. He was he was dynamic on the uh, Packer post when he was doing it from a bar. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, he did it from he 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 went to a bar for the game and then he went to McGuire's. It's this place in West Dallas because he needed a quiet spot and no one's ever in this bar. I don't know how they're open, but who knows? Maybe uh, maybe with this promotion that they're getting here, free of charge. Maybe we could do, maybe we'll do a watch party at McGuire's. Now we're talking. <laughs> watch party at McGuire's. Hey, while we're holding, while we're hating on uh, former colleagues that have been on the Bart Winkler show, you see that Rami Makloff was trying to rub it in people's face that Josh Allen threw for 400 yards on Sunday. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, I don't see everybody in my mentions saying how good Josh Allen is now. Dude, threw for like 400 yards. Yeah, <laughs> he threw. He had like four hundred and thirty-seven total yards or something like that. And Rami's trying to parade around like, "Told you, Josh Allen isn't very good." <laughs> yeah, if you have a take on a guy, it's like fine. But <laughs> when it gets to the point where you're the only one saying it, that'd be like me coming out and be like, "Told you, Jalen Hurts sucks. Only three hundred fifty yards." Yeah, you you were you were down on him, and you adjusted. And we've been down on Kyler Murray, but he looks good again. Although it is the first half of the season. Yeah, Kyler looks like an MVP until week nine. So give it a few weeks. Um, who does the Commanders have next week? Dallas. Oh, is it in primetime? No, it's no, a, it's on uh, Fox. It's the Fox noon game. Yeah. Do you have Red Zone? No, I don't watch Red Zone. So how do you watch the Commanders? I have Sunday ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I uh, I didn't buy it this year because DirecTV sucks. If you want Sunday tickets, like three hundred bucks, but then you have to pay another hundred dollars for Sunday Ticket Max, which gives you Red Zone. You don't just get the Scott Hansen NFL Red Zone. Yeah. I guess I can get it on NFL Plus. I think. Yeah, but then you can only watch it on your phone. But I'll take that because this weekend I signed up for Fubo free trial. <laughs> Although as long as you have a free, as long as you have an email that works. They let you do it free for a week. If you don't cancel, it's $99 a month. See, I'm like, no, no, slinging all these Hulus in places. They don't give you free trials anymore. They're like, sign up and we'll give you $10 for the first month. Because they know that people use yeah. and abuse them. But Fubo is the only one I could find. Because if you do want it on TV, yeah, I can get it on my phone.
but I also, you know, you want it on your TV. You, you want it on your TV. I want, I got to be doing other stuff on my phone. I got fantasy scores to check. <laughs> See, uh, I graduated college not that long ago. So I have buddies still in college and I just use their name and get the student discount on Sunday ticket. Interesting. I was using Sunday ticket, my friend's login, but uh, he must have given it to someone else because I got kicked out. And No, you can only have one person on at a time. Yeah, then I tried to use my brother's Hulu Live, and Hulu's like, hey there, you are not at your home. You can make this your home, but then you can never change it again. <laughs> well, I didn't want to do that to him. What a mess. All right, Toby. Well, those are some voicemails. We got to hear live from Tony in Texas and Mike the Painter. Just like old times. Yeah, this is about as close to the old times as we could get. It's pretty good. I didn't take a break for 52 minutes. That's just like old times as well. This is basically an old 6 o'clock hour. But now, instead of three more hours to kill, uh, I don't know what you're up to. I'm going to the casino. I'm going to do some door dashes. Nice. At some point, I'll put together a resume and look for real work. But in the meantime, I come straight to the basement at 8.30 in the morning, <laughs> do a podcast, and then uh, and then coupon hunt all day. I got a busy October coming up, Bart. I'm going down to Chicago to watch the commies take on the bears. Mm. And I'm going to Indy again to watch the commies take on the Colts. Going out to Virginia at the end of the month here and excited. Oh, going to Colorado as well. Wow. I'm going all over the place. But so you like, do you, do you just kind of have in the back of your head like, I'll work, I'll work next year? Um, <laughs> it kind of, kind of creeping up on me like, oh, I guess I'll have to do something when November comes. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Toby, good to see you as always. Good to see you, Bart. Uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. All right. Toby Altizer, everybody. And uh, thanks again. You can leave the voicemails 402 915 Bart. Let's do it again tomorrow. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.